Hello, and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 184 on August 7th, 2021. I am your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite link in your bookmarks folder. I'm joined today by Pat. I don't I don't think I have an answer for that one. Uh I I guess it's probably like let's see, what's in my bookmarks folder? Yeah, let's let's, let's, let's take let's, let's take a, a look. Do a dive. I don't really use a, my bookmarks folder. I'm not putting this on stream because I don't know what's, a, what's in here. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Dianea house is in here. That's a good website. Does it still I use it. operate? No, it doesn't work anymore. I use it for like a lot of, uh, like if I see something, I'm like, oh, that'd be a good gift for someone. Uh, then I like bookmark it, but then I never go back to look at uh, look That's at my, my problem bookmarks. too. Oh, you know, I got a, I got an Austin Walker soundboard in here. <laughs> That's that's real good. Did you, so you you listen to uh, lore reasons for Kingdom Hearts, right? Mm-hmm. That's okay. I think where this comes Did, from. Okay, maybe like the and then Riku shows up like that super long like it's not quite a loop because it goes it like is surprisingly long and like you think like oh it's a funny loop and you're like wait this isn't a loop yeah and then Riku shows up uh, yeah I'm, the, I'm trying to see if. Riku shows up is on this board. Our stream listeners get a good. <laughs> There's a lot of him going, ah, Fiddy! Yeah. Okay, I will go through all these. Uh, yeah. Kerbal that's Space gotta be, Program. That's, yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite one of those. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's that's a good favorite book uh, link in your bookmarks folder. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I've got got this like i don't even know uh yeah i really don't know just there's like so many things that are poorly named because it's just like i don't know fudge underscore two dot jpeg what's this i don't know Mm, what is that i don't know let's find out you Uh, sure you want to find out hey i'm not streaming uh i don't know where it went (laughs) it's my it's my twitch that's the trouble it's not Uh, it's ours collectively because i'm using our restream so where did fudge underscore two dot jpeg go? There it is. Members web space has been retired. Well, uh, take that off the bookmark list, I guess. Sorry, fudge underscore two dot jpeg. You didn't make the cut. Wow. Boom. Uh, you know, hey, they let their web space retire. What are you going to do? Uh,. But yeah, it's just us today. We're uh, Alice and Alex are out this week. Sam wanted to join, but was unable to. But maybe uh, next week. Uh, but in the meantime, we do have a listener question this week. Uh, mm-hmm. This one comes in from friend of the podcast at Lominade on Twitter. And Lominade says, I still need to know the best indies people have played this year gimme let's hear it pat what's the bet what are the best indies you've played this year it i haven't played a ton of indie games this year that i've been like now this is good now Um, this is pod racing yeah um that's that's it's not that i think it's been a bad year or anything but like i guess loop hero was a big 
yeah earlier one um i I fell off that hard like i played real hard for like a week and then i stopped that's how i am that's how i have been with how i was with that that's kind of how i was with death's door i fell off that pretty quick um Mm -hmm. that's a lot of there's not been a lot of games that have really grabbed me and made me want to play through them um Mm -hmm. one of the games that i'm talking about today i would say fits that that category so talk about that soon um but yeah i don't know uh i want to part of it is how are we going to define indie like i picked up high fleet because i want to play some of that Uh um that looks like it could be really up my alley but it also was published by microprose so i don't know if it counts as an indie game yeah (laughs) it was kind of made by one dude i think or like a few people wasn't Uh just one dude but yeah uh small team it's, it's hard to say um but uh yeah so uh i don't know pokemon unite it's a little indie studio called tencent made that <laughs> yeah that uh-huh, one uh-huh. so they're <laughs> they're really scrappy they're trying to make some moves uh i i was gonna talk about this later in the podcast but uh it's perfect time to bring it up i finished cruelty squad yeah this week. that's actually on my list too i love it I, yeah that is a real hell of a game that game rules uh, i need to go finish it i've only played about half of it but it's just the end is really bizarre like cool. more bizarre than i expected if um, you if you've been playing that game and you say that the end is bizarre that means that it must be really fucking out it's there it's just like what is what is where am i uh like yeah kind of kind of a departure from the rest of the game is cool. very strange cool. um and I, I streamed me playing through like the back half of that game and friend of the podcast, uh, Chris Edgerton joined me, uh, in my chat and I was playing through this like swamp level and he was saying, this is the wettest he has ever heard like a game try to sound. Nice. And it is just absolutely nightmarish sound design in like the best way. Like they went for something and they really hit it, but it's, it's awful and like, offensive in some ways just like to your senses yeah good and i i really appreciate how uh how hard they went for their gimmick yeah that game rules i think when i finish it it'll probably be on my list yeah it's uh it's really something and uh yeah i, I played through death store it, it's fine uh i'm not as high on it as other people uh i enjoyed it but let's see oh overboard uh i like playing overboard I, which was I, I, that that's on my game. list yep i haven't played it yet but i like inkle stuff so it's it's yeah one i want to uh, get to let's see let me Ba-ba. overboard uh da, 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 da. one piece pirate warriors four no that's oh uh shores unknown is uh in uh, what's it called early access uh mm. and that's uh neat like rpg uh i want to play um that are that game that just hit early access but i don't want to play it in early access because i kind of want to play it once it's done the death trash yes death trash that is exactly the one yep uh Uh, uh, allison was talking up dodgeball academia which i played like 10 minutes of earlier today and i it just wasn't like the right moment for me to play it but i'm uh the way she described it was like golf story, sort of like a golf story style sports RPG. And it's like, it doesn't play the same as golf story, but it's, I guess yeah. the same kind of like, Oh, you're doing like dodgeball to do other stuff, not just play dodgeball, I guess maybe. Cool. And there's like a story and shown an anime inspiration. 
yeah, so uh, thanks, Lominade, for that uh, listener question. And if you want your listener question answered on air, if you head over to twitter.com slash fixpodcasts, you can uh, get in touch with us and leave a question. We'll read it on air. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, we'll get into our game talk. Pat. Game talk. Game talk, game talk, game talk. Pat, what did you bring this week? Um, well, I guess I'll start first with the thing I was alluding to. Uh, uh, put up, this is going to be really janky for our stream viewers, but whatever. Uh, the uh, I've been playing a game called The Forgotten City a little bit this week. Um, if you are not familiar with it, I was not. Sam was the one who turned me on to it. I saw um, it on Steam. Is this isn't early access? Is it? It's, it's no. Out? Okay. Well, no, because this is a game that is built off of a Skyrim mod, right? Um, so originally, this was a a Skyrim mod, and it was a, a really like acclaimed Skyrim mod among Skyrim players, and I can see why it would be. Um, so they spun it out and made it its own game. Obviously, when it was in Skyrim, it was not set in Rome. It was set like in Skyrim. <laughs> um, but, uh, they've kind of adapted it to being about, uh, about our world and Rome instead of being about the, the elder scrolls world. And, um, what is essentially, what essentially happens is like, I'll be very careful about talking too much about the narrative. Cause that's what this game really is. But <clears throat> you, um, you wash up on a beach and you actually get to pick a class. Uh, and the, um, the, the the I don't know what ramifications that really has. There's a few. There's like you get like oh, do you want to be an archaeologist, which means you'll know things about ancient history. Do you want to be an ex-military person, which means you'll have a gun with some bullets uh, and stuff. Um, and you end up this this woman beseeches you to go into this cave and find her friend Al, and you go into uh, the cave and ultimately end up falling through a portal through time to this uh, ancient Roman city that's kind of nestled in this crevasse and sort of locked away from society that nobody can escape. And they build their own little society there. And um, they, I'm, I'm going to talk like a little bit about the structure of the game. So if that's enough yeah. to make you like to whet your appetite, feel free to go in. I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, if you really want to go in blind, I would just say, it's definitely worth your your twenty five bucks to go pick it up. I think it's maybe a little short, but uh, that's whatever. Um, but uh, but but once you get in there, you, you come to find out that the people who live in the city uh, are subject to a golden rule, which means they cannot sin. What sinning is? It's it's like who can say? They're still kind of Just not like sure. real life. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly not a a Christian thing. Uh, in mm-hmm. this game, they use the word sin, but it has nothing yeah. to do with biblical sinning. Certainly killing people is considered a sin and theft is considered a sin. Those are the okay. two things that they know uh, do. And if any one of the 23 people that lives in this city commits a sin, they all get turned into statues and die. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, uh, it's like a form of collective punishment. So the 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 leader of the city knows how to do this ritual. So if that happens, he can open this portal and then you get sent back in a time loop to the beginning of like the day in that city. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically all you can do is just like 
loop forever. Uh, and just be like, hey, wait, don't do that. That's a sin. Right. So that's the thing is you have to try to figure out the whole idea of the game is you've got these 23 people and the only you know that one of them is planning on sinning and you have to figure out who's going to do it and why they're doing it. Um, okay, so okay. And maybe it's multiple people, you know, like it's basically mm-hmm. a mystery uh and you are um you're you're looping it over and over to try to solve the mystery and what it leads to is interesting stuff that is um I don't think it's it's not like really an immersive sim. It doesn't have like systems that are quite that rich. Um but it's a fun adventure game cuz it'll have things like maybe you'll figure out that there's, and I don't know how deep these get, they've been kind of obvious and not super satisfying to figure out in the early hours, but I think, or the early hour, but I think it's because um, they're just trying to really lead you along to help you get your head in the right space. Mm -hmm. But you might need like a certain kind of certain object and uh, a character is like, well, I'm not giving it to you, but you could just steal it from them. And yes, it would trigger the end of the, city but then you have the item when you come back through the loop so you come back to the loop then and you don't have to steal it the second time because you went around um and i think the same thing is probably true with stuff like killing people uh because there's not really combat is not a big thing in the game but obviously i mean you can start with a gun you can find a weapon i'm pretty sure somewhere um and so uh it's interesting to poke at the systems and it really does like Anytime it, this game clearly is made off of uh, Skyrim, like it looks the, the 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 movement is very similar to Skyrim, and when you talk to people, it does a very similar kind of like zoom in to Skyrim. Um, and uh, so it, when you open chests, it'll have like a big thing that says "steal" over money and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you do it, as soon as you hit "steal," this voice is like the the many will suffer for the deeds of the one. Then you have to sprint to the portal and get away before the the bunch of shit kills you. Uh, So this sounds very good. And it's another in a long line of time loop games that have been coming out in the past, like two ish years. Yeah. And it's, it's, it definitely is. And it's a pretty good one. I think so far, Um, the, the thing that I've been impressed by is um, this game clearly was made by, a team of three people so like it certainly has like i don't want to say polish issues here and there but um like the visuals are not gonna be like super crazy high quality it looks better than skyrim at this point how, cl- but how clean are the faces very clean there's not a lot of um not a lot of character to the faces uh but they look fine that's probably like the weakest part of the game visually but it's not bad or anything mm-hmm. um and uh the um the uh the voice acting and writing is the thing that has probably been the most like sort of impressive to me um for being from such a small team um because it is uh the writing is very clever there's a lot of good i spoiled a couple in our podcast chat and i don't want to spoil too much of it but there's really good referential stuff in there to like real life and stuff um like there's a character who's like saying like basically i don't trust the community to to not fuck up because come on and you can basically be like yeah i know how that is (laughs) i lived through a pandemic um so there's good stuff like that in there uh 
And uh, the voice acting has a certain sincerity to it that I appreciate. Like, it's not necessarily going to be the same quality of voice acting that you get out of, you know, uh, a Skyrim or, or whatever, like a AAA game. But mm-hmm. um, the it's it's better than I expected. And the people who are doing the voice acting clearly are engaged in the material a lot. Cool. And they're able to sell it, I think, better than I would have thought uh, a cast of kind of probably what i'm assuming is newer voice actors would have would have been able to so um it's it's cool it's a good game uh i think it's worth checking out maybe it ends up staying pretty like it's not super deep yet in terms of mechanics and that may be the way it stays but i think even just as a simple adventure game even if it stays that way uh it's pretty it's pretty worth your time nice that's the forgotten city only on steam right now yeah uh i thought it was on i think it's on console Oh, okay. Sam is also playing it. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I believe he's playing it on PlayStation. Right. Okay. Uh, cool. So, yeah, I, need to, I need to. I need to check that out. I, You'd like it. it I caught my eye yeah. on Steam. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then people started talking about it, and I saw like positive buzz. I'm like, oh, okay. I need it to has, get to that sooner rather than when later. I checked it. Had overwhelmingly positive Steam reviews. Um, which yeah, was like I a think 98%, it was eight percent, and it got a nine on IGN and wow, nine point five from Tech Raptor, like. People, yeah, ninety-eight percent out of eight hundred seventy-five reviews. So, Dang. people seem to really like it. Um, and you know, it's one of those. This team seems cool. They seem to be pretty smart, and they're. Uh, it's cool that they're such a small team that grew from a modding group. So uh, definitely, I would uh, suggest people pick it up because it's good. Yeah, they didn't want to have to port their mod to so many consoles with the, all the versions of Skyrim. They didn't want to put well, the mod on Alexa. And- they did what we always talk about, right? Which is, wow, Game Informer called it a narrative masterpiece. Um, uh, the, I mean, the story is good so far. Um, I think they said they, the same thing about like Metal Gear Solid Two. So, <laughs> well, then they weren't wrong. <laughs> That's um, true. Uh, the the thing uh, the um, I don't. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's just cool that oh they did the thing that we always talk about which is they made their own thing <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. they didn't they didn't you know try to make some like Skyrim exe that fan recreation could, of yeah, Skyrim <laughs> that Bethesda could shut down instead they just you know yeah. made made the thing they, so. they weren't doing like that we're remaking Fallout Four or Fallout New Vegas and Fallout Four or you know right which is like, cool which and I respect is, that stuff but like if you mm-hmm. if you are good at making stuff make make something make yourself something Get yeah paid, make make do, something new and yeah if you make a Patreon for that or whatever like hey totally. go for it uh, uh, and, I, and based on this game if they if this team was like hey can you give us five bucks a month to make our next game I'd probably fund that Patreon for a year you know like this mm-hmm. this is really mm-hmm. good so. Um, yeah, cool. it's cool. Uh, and you're also. I'm and. also back for blood. It's me. Who who's whomst's blood? Whomst's blood? Uh, the uh, well, technically, I'm not the one back for blood. It's the zombies. Uh. It's it's zombies again. Um, back for blood is the new game from Turtle Rock Studios, the original developers of Left 4 Dead, uh, and also evolve the game that is near and dear to my heart but uh was sadly the world wasn't ready for evolve uh and also it it, it had some issues too um yeah. if that game had gone free to play like right off the bat 
and they I, just I yeah. If they had beta tested that game and actually, but like with a, they didn't intense... try to like go so hard into the esports right away. Exactly, that was a huge problem with it because balance was one of the major issues, uh, and and I think it could have gotten there if they had been more more. Uh, they had put themselves in a position to be more agile with like making changes to to like core features of that game. Um, yeah. Then it could have been good, but anyway, back for blood is there. Um, attempt at kind of rekindling the uh the left for dead magic um and it is it is let me be clear it is left for dead a lot of times we talk mm-hmm. about these kind of games being like like vermintide and stuff taking a lot of elements this game is made by the original developers of left for dead and you can tell this is, um, this is like uh harmonics losing guitar hero to yes. like in the Activision split or whatever yep. and then making rock band. <laughs> yep. Um and and I think it's pretty good. Um actually okay. like the the beta so far a lot of old school Left 4 Dead fans are saying it sucks and they hate it and they're they're canceling their pre-orders or whatever and so I don't okay. know what the reception's going to be when it actually comes out but they'll come back like whatever. Yeah. I think I, it's pretty good. Um okay. it fixes my two biggest issues with Left 4 Dead. I'm not a big Left 4 Dead fan. Um, I think I recognize why people love those games, but mm-hmm. I think the shooting in Left 4 Dead is pretty um, whatever. Like, I think the thing about it's it feels so much like Half Life and Half Life Two, and Half Life Two works because the weapons that they that it has in it specifically work really well in that specific kind of branch or whatever of the Source Engine. Um, mm-hmm. Like when yeah. you play TF Two, that's a Source Engine game, but they did so much. To make mm-hmm. it feel like its own thing, whereas yeah. Left 4 Dead to me feels like a mod of Half Life when I play it. Sure, um, and uh, certainly a good one. I don't want to like like imply mm-hmm. that I think Left 4 Dead is bad or anything. Um, but it, it is a it is a very like kind. It seems kind of bolted on or something. Yes, and I don't like the weapons in it at all, and that's a problem when mm-hmm. <laughs> the that's, whole game is yeah. shooting zombies with the weapons. Um, so I I like the weapons in this game a lot more. Um, some of the SMGs feel like a little bit like you're using a squirt gun. Uh, so th- those could be better, but like the semi-auto rifles just like pop pretty well and they have iron sights so you can aim, which is a thing I didn't like about left mm-hmm. for dead that you couldn't do that. Um, so uh, that stuff is good. And then the other thing that they fixed is left for dead. Just, I, I really enjoyed playing through left for dead and left for dead Two once. Like mm-hmm. I remember when we played, it, it was like my friends and I, got together for I think it, I think we did it with like a land party setup um and uh played through it once and then after that I was like okay I don't want to do this on other difficulties I'm done uh <laughs> I didn't have a lot of interest in in replaying it this game has enough progression stuff popping off that I think it's interesting to keep playing it because um you're you're getting the the big differences here and what with the progression works is you're unlocking this th- these cards um and you build a deck <laughs> which is funny but uh so it's a deck builder zombie yeah. um, player co-op zombie shooter but basically the the way that the 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 deck of cards works is um you they're like modifiers and you start off each y- your character choice matters because it gives 
each character has a unique bonus and then it gives everyone in your squad a like card basically like a bonus based on the character you pick and so it could be things like i was playing my character i've settled into is holly um and she's like good at melee so when she hits people um she regains stamina with a melee weapon whereas normally that it costs stamina to use the melee weapon when she gets a melee kill she refunds some stamina and then I believe she makes everyone on the team like 10% faster movement. Um, so then everybody gets a card that says like Holly 10% faster movement. Um, and then you also get a starter card, which I think is maybe always the same. Like you, the top card in your deck is one that you always start with. And it'll be something like, you know, faster movement, more ammo. Um, I'm looking on right now that when you heal a teammate, they heal for an additional 15 health over 30 seconds, like all kinds of weird little modifiers at the start of every um, like map. And the maps are not as long as left for dead that they're, they're more like uh, smaller, but there's more of them Um, at the start of every map. You get to draw a new card and pick one to put into your like hand of cards. And then that increases more modifiers. So all that progression stuff is kind of on the meta level, which gives you something or like a reason to, to play over and over again because you're leveling up uh, the, 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 the cards that you have access to. And they get kind of sure. cool. So there's some cool synergies you can build and stuff. Um, and uh, then aside from that, I mean, it's very Left for Dead. The weapons are more um, that you can like put attachments on them and stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. And in between each level in the safe room, there's a vendor you can buy stuff from using a currency that you pick up in the run. Um, So it's not like a meta currency. It is uh, like I have 1500 copper so I can buy attachments and then you can also buy like group buffs and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, ultimately it's pretty fun. I think uh, the I'd like to try to play through it on the higher difficulties. My only big concern with it is um, I don't know if how much of the game the beta is uh we played through sure. about we played half of what was in the beta last night my friends and i in about an hour and a half maybe mm-hmm. um so i think like maybe 2 hours um so you know you could play through the whole beta in three and a half hours 4 hours maybe Mm. on the base difficulty and i think it's i think i can't remember how much the game is i want to say it's like a full price game yeah i I Uh, assume so and it's certainly like yeah it's 60 dollar game if what's in the beta is only like or if it's like half or more of what's in the full game i think how many like is it like campaigns or like yeah so it's eight levels and they're arranged okay. in a linear campaign. But once you've played through, I want to say once you played through any level, you can just start from there. Okay. Um, and each level takes like 20 minutes or so. Uh, okay. So um, now the way it looks in the menu is it really looks like there's. They they break the campaigns into acts. So they yeah. call like this is like a specific campaign and then it's like act one and act two is what's in the the beta. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that maybe there's an act three for this campaign. And then there's like one more campaign. Um, Cause then at least you'd be getting like 24 of these levels. And I think that's probably enough uh, at launch. Like but, I want to say left for dead one and two were like 16 levels. Like at launch, like four, like kind of campaigns or like four 
Like, yep. And then and, four stages in each of those. Yep. So. And I think that that would be like, I'll be disappointed if I pay 60 bucks for this game. Sure. and It's only got sure. 16 of these uh, levels because left for dead levels also felt a lot longer to me than these have. And maybe I'm okay. misremembering. Sure. Um, yeah. but these are pretty snappy, which is good. Okay. I mean, it's fine as yeah. long as there's enough of them. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, and then the other thing is I hope that there's, since the cards kind of are the meta progression mechanic, I hope that there are more of them than what's in this beta. Um, cause well, it, it sounds like with something like that, they could turn it into like a, I mean, make this a game as service cause well, and I think that's the plan yeah. is to add more stuff, which is fine. Um, that, yeah, Left 4 cool. Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 didn't really have that. Like, they added stuff to Left 4 Dead 2. Like, oh, we're putting all the Left 4 Dead 1 the, stuff. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't like, oh, there's, like, a Battle Pass thing and whatever. But, like, no cosmetics or anything like that. I, yeah. I saw that this isn't going to have, like, a competitive mode. Like, it, the... Like, there's not going to be, like, a zombie versus humans. Well, it Uh, has a versus mode. I don't... It's... I think the thing people are complaining about is that the versus mode is, like, just... You play through the campaign levels with people playing as some of the zombies. And I don't... I didn't play enough competitive Left 4 Dead to know how that's That's, different than... That's what Left 4 Dead was. If you you go on the Back 4 Blood subreddit, um, people will tell you... People will tell you on the Back for Blood subreddit that the developers of this game should have to like s- supplicate themselves in front of them and and lash themselves <laughs> fifty times for the 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 versus mode in this game. Like people are saying the versus mode is terrible, and I don't know. Um, I haven't tried it. My friends, when I said oh versus mode, my friends were like, only degenerates play versus in Left for Dead. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I'll probably have to try it on my own time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh yeah. we'll see. Uh one thing that's fun about this game, they call the zombies ridden. Okay. <laughs> Which I think is because there's like it the zombies in this game are caused by worms. Okay. So they they're like the worms are riding them or something. I don't know. That's uh, weird. You know, like uh kind of like the spores in uh in uh The Last of Us or whatever, you know. They're yeah they're, they're uh, you know, zombie zombified via not like a virus like Resident Evil, but some sort of, you know, fungus or parasite or whatever. I'll say they're real fucking gross, though. They did a good job with okay, making them good. nasty. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think that the, the gameplay is really fun so far. And um, I think it's been a while since a good co-op shooter came out. Um, mm mm-hmm and well, there's a whole hoping, bunch on the horizon <laughs> i know i was hoping that dark tide was going to be that one um uh-huh. but That's it's not coming out until next one? year yeah it's 40k uh, one it's not coming out until next year um uh, i really want got delayed to next year i really want to pick up gtfo because it has matchmaking now mm-hmm. so you don't have to play with just friends um mm-hmm. and uh i've also i won't i don't i'm not gonna pull up the video and i didn't put it on the dock but i've been playing a fair bit of hell let loose this week because um that game hit its 1.0 and okay. uh as as is wild to me about that game, but about these games like it. But uh, a bunch of people I know were like, well, now that it's in 1.0, I'm going to pick it up, which I was like, well, it's kind of been the game. It's not like a uh-huh. story game where yeah, <laughs> like they don't reset your progression even in Hell Let Loose uh, sure. for 1.0, but whatever. Um, and since a bunch of friends picked it up early, um, I've been, they, they all 
are like, what do I do? Because that game mm-hmm. is pretty complicated. And so I've been playing squad leader because um, usually a buddy of mine was playing squad leader and I was playing like support or something. But this group of friends, I need needed a little bit of guidance. So I've been um, playing squad leader and it's been made me go like, oh, you know, I think I can handle more talking to strangers in games. Um, cause, you just need to find like a group that, like matchmaking is so hit and miss with that stuff. Sure. Uh, um, but I, I think yeah. the harder the game, the more people are, uh, and more complicated a game is the more people are willing to talk yeah. through stuff. Um, cause like in hell yeah. I lose, I gotta say, I heard there was one spicy fight that happened, uh, in a, in a, between a commander and a squad leader in a game I was playing. And it was honestly funny to listen to. Um, cause like the, <laughs> there was a, there's a company called Easy Company that uh, is is uh, a, a good, uh, as far as I know, they run a lot of good Hella Loose servers. I don't really know anything about them beyond that. They have Rolling a rule down that, the street in my Panzer. Yes, uh, they have a they have a rule in their servers that if you're a squad leader, you have to talk. You can't just like turn your mic off, and that's important. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't squad lead if you don't want to talk because you have a, a channel where you can talk to the other squad leads and to the commander and. There's this guy who was leading and he was like the squad leader from the squad leader from Easy Company isn't talking. And he had been talking the whole game. I don't know why he thought he wasn't talking. And the guy was like, who are you talking about? And the the commander was like, I'm talking about you, you bitch. And the guy was like, "Okay, well, you're getting you're never playing on an Easy Company server again. (laughs) And the guy was like, what I said wasn't bad. Just relax. Don't report me. What I said wasn't a big deal. And the easy guy was like, I didn't appreciate it. So <laughs> see ya. And they banned him. And it's really funny. Anyway, that's the worst the thing commander. I've heard. That's the worst thing I've heard yeah. in Hell Let Loose. And that's yep. saying something. In um, a game that is like that complicated and needs that much communication, like it's going to weed out the people who just want to go in and be like an asshole. Yes. I feel like because there's a lot of effort you have to put into like, be you can't just like lone wolf it and be like oh i'm so much better than everyone you're all like you know you yeah. all suck like yep we played a, yeah. a great game last night where um the the commander was new and he was like um we, he he was saying some stuff and, and some of the squad leads were like okay you really got to do this this and this and that was when he said like i'm sorry i'm new and they were like oh no no no, no worries that's no big deal here's some stuff and one of them was like i recommend you check out this uh this the reddit there's a really good manual there which the Hell at Loose team put in the Steam updates. It's a really good manual. And one of the other people was like, uh, that's a bit of a self-plug, isn't it? And it turned out that it was one of the guys who wrote the manual. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, that manual is really good. And uh, we were j- joking around about it and talking about it and stuff. And he was saying they're going to try to get it in a state where you can print it. and Or like you can buy a printed copy of it that's in the style of like an old 90s video game manual, which would be awesome. Um, but yeah, cool community, cool game. I'm hoping something like GTFO that I could play that with people and it would be a similarly yeah. good experience because my friends, none of them will uh, play that game because it's either too scary or too hard. It's kind yeah. of the, I, yeah. I would love to play it, it but it's like a, I, with so many games, it's just like time and absolutely getting like yeah. things I'm lined up. And like I could play like I could play for like two weeks and then I'd not be able to play for like four months or whatever. GTFO yeah. is interesting too because they the 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 game like the the maps change and then yeah every so often and then they're gone yeah um, like you can't they're because they do these rundowns and 
they're basically just like procedural mm-hmm. with some handmade tweaks. It's not like they make they they yeah. get rid of content really. Um, but uh, it's interesting. Uh, I'm gonna pick it up when it goes on sale next time. That's a because like part of the idea of GTFO is that it's like so difficult and if you don't like kind of rotate things through and like, okay, these maps then are done, people just then figure you just, it out. Yeah. yeah. Then it, that's it's the solved. Point, yeah. And so it, it's a neat way to solve that problem. But yeah, it's, it's a game I'd like to play, but I don't know if I'll ever find time in my life for it. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's mostly what I've been playing this week. Uh, nice. I played another thing that I'm, I guess I'm technically under NDA about, which is stupid, but whatever. If, I you won't clo- talk about you closing your uh, blinds while you play. Nope. i will say they do a thing i don't this doesn't break nda to say this this game is in is in a beta uh and they do a thing you know how they put like your name on screen so if Mm -hmm. you stream or something they can get you yeah in this game i guess because people have figured out that they can just put like a black box over their name or something in Mm -hmm. twitch streams or whatever this game they fade in a like a code it's like it's big it's like a a, a small paragraph of text uh-huh. they fade it in and then they fade it out and it moves and it fades in and uh-huh. fades out and moves and fades in and fades out it is infuriating it like <laughs> it is awful one person that i know who is in this beta was like i'm not going to play this because this is i can't handle that mm-hmm. it's like yeah. freaking me out because it makes me look at it whenever it moves and i can't focus <laughs> mm, <that's>... uh, <laughs> and it's oh. it's not even for a game that is like yeah if I told you I was playing it, I would be like, oh, I mean, you know what it is, but I would be like, yeah, oh, okay, whatever. I guess yeah. that game looks interesting. It's not like I have like Breath of the Wild 2 or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's not something that's like sure. super hot. Mm-hmm. Or it was a crossfire, which is the one where you have to close mm-hmm. your blinds. Like, yeah, I mean, that one is like similar caliber. <laughs> yeah because like, like, well that game's also been out like yeah. i i guess like not the 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 new whatever it is but you know like yeah. that that whole thing oh if you play anyway. the the beta you got to close your blinds like well, okay yeah. fine whatever. oh did they say that that's yeah that's in like the t- the oh, terms of service for the, really the crossfire beta really is funny. you have to close your blinds when you play the game if you're in a room with windows that's very funny <laughs> yeah uh, well my blinds are always closed anyway so whatever yeah, exactly. I got these blackout curtains, baby. I'm gonna check uh, out that uh, Narica Blade Point next week too. That's oh yeah, that's on uh, that's on uh, PlayStation Plus right now. I, I forgot no, about that. Nope, nope. What? Different thing. Oh no, no, that's the similar the thing. Battle Arena Legends, Hunters or Legends, or whatever. Yeah, which is I... the most like free to play gotcha phone bullshit sounding name. Yeah, I think that game. I tried that game. I talked about it on okay. this podcast. It was kind of fun, did, did but you? it was also. I thought I that was that just. I sucks. thought just came. I thought that just it was early. Came it's out, been right? in early oh. access on PC okay. on Steam for about a year, not okay. a year, six months, okay. seven months. I see. It is a little rough. Um, okay. I don't know. It maybe it'll grow into something good. I like the idea of it conceptually, but yeah, um, Naraka Blade Point is similar, but I think it's a little more um, honed and polished. Uh, and so I'm I'm interested. We'll see. Okay. That could come out and suck, but I heard good things about the beta for that game, whereas Hunter's yeah. Arena Legends, people were like, what is this? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, also, uh, they do things like, I mean, they're a small team, so I'm not trying mm-hmm. to, to bag on them hard, but Hunter's Arena Legends was like, if you stream the game, you could win like a $100 Costco gift card or something like that. 
it was weird. This is Amazon like gift the card most, or something. This is like a free to play mobile gotcha game. <laughs> what? So it's not free to play either. I, like it's no, on PS it's, Plus. It's on, yeah, it's but, like, it's, but it, it's, it's, it's gonna be like on PC. It's twenty bucks. Yeah, you have to, it's still twenty bucks. Uh, it's weird. weird. It's funny. Um, okay. I hope that game gets like picks up and and is really good because the concept mm-hmm. is cool and I liked the, what I played of it uh, to an extent. I just don't think it's. It was one of. It was like. Huh, this was worth 20 bucks to see what this thing is. What a weird idea. Not actually something I want to play for a long sure. time. Whereas Narika Blade Point, I don't know, looks cool. Okay. Uh, well, on the topic of betas, I have been playing a beta this week. Uh, I got into Splitgate after seeing some people yeah. talking it up. I got to play you played it. I haven't, no. but it's sitting, it's on my hard drive. Like, I, I just haven't. We we gotta to we gotta play together sometime because this game is... some of the yeah I was I was like I haven't watched anybody playing it mm-hmm. and then people were saying it's cool and I was like I don't know I don't know if I want one of these hmm. and then I I finally saw like someone mm-hmm. put down a portal and shoot someone through the portal mm-hmm. from behind them and I was like oh my god that's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so splitgate uh, basically the the meets meets is this game is like halo meets portal uh it sounds like maybe we need a good halo game this year because there won't be one from i I, I haven't looked into it seems like people i don't know there have been people on both sides of that so i have, I have okay that's good to hear infinite, i've only heard yeah. two people say it's bad but i they could no, be I, just I saw mostly positive, mostly okay. positive sentiment on hear. Twitter, at least that I saw. But anyways, uh, Splitgate. This game is it is very like very Halo in a lot of ways. Like the weapons are like facsimiles of Halo weapons. Like there's less polish on them, but you've got like your AR and your battle rifle and like your carbine, like your single shot weapon. You've got a rocket launcher, sniper. Uh, you've got like a gravity hammer equivalent called the BFB, nice. the big fucking nice. bat. That's cool. Knowing that is it really helps me because I sort of thought this game was like, like more like an Unreal Tournament thing. No, and um, not. I didn't realize it was like a Halo. No, in this terms is of its this gameplay. is just like this has like basically Team Slayer. It's called Team Deathmatch, but it's Slayer. It's got SWAT. It's got uh, King of the Hill, Oddball, VIP, because. <laughs> the the concept of like the portal stuff seemed uh-huh. too for a ut style game i don't think i could handle it because that's so moves so fast yeah yeah, but yeah. like looking this at moves this quick but yeah, yeah it's, but it, it, it's like it's it's halo pace which yeah, is a lot it, it moves, slower than yeah it moves quick because it's got the portals yeah uh really it, so around the level uh much like in portal there are there are walls you can shoot and surfaces you can shoot portals onto and there are other surfaces that you cannot shoot them onto and like the surfaces you can shoot portals onto are like kind of like a blue metallic like hexagonal pattern on them and then you've got a blue portal and like an orange portal or you know whatever color um and so everyone has these portals and you can run through any like set of portals but you can only see through your own so like i can shoot a portal like here and then if there's like a corner over there or like a like an upper section i can like shoot a portal in front of me up to the upper level and i can run through there and i can be on the upper level and then i can close this manually or i could leave them open i can turn around i can look through and i can shoot someone through the portal 
stuff like that. So that leads to really funny situations where like someone runs through a portal and then someone else runs like through after them and they're like hiding off to the side and then you like hit them in the back and kill them or get into these like Looney Tunes-esque yeah. Benny Hill like running through portals and uh, That's really stuff funny. like that. Yeah, it's it's really fun and like it can be frustrating because like you'll be like trying to like snipe someone and then someone like shot a portal behind you onto the wall and then they shot you through the you know through their portal and you're like ah why does it happen to me uh, that's cool but, though yeah uh, when i i remember this game when it was in much earlier beta mm-hmm. like you've been able to play this people have been able to play this game for quite a while yeah um and i, I just got it in this week but yeah um and uh back then it didn't look like it didn't look very good. It was very like very rough looking, but mm-hmm. now it looks like it's much more um, like there's a lot more polish and like, it's a little more ready for prime time. Yeah. Uh, which it, is cool. Yeah. They're like, they're, I guess their servers. They made them with like pretty limited um, capacity, like relatively limited capacity. So like queue times have just been brutal. They've been like increasing their server capacity, uh, like, pretty frequently but there's yeah. still like you know queue times like half an hour or more sometimes uh, that was part of why brutal, i haven't but, played it yet because yeah. um a friend of mine was playing it and he said it's really cool but that his queue times are really bad and yeah it's like well i don't what, really yeah once you're once you're in it's fine but it just like getting that initial login uh can take oh, a while to log yeah. in initially yeah Sorry. so it's not per match it's okay. just literally logging into the game yeah that's not so so it's so like bad, when though. you it's like when you want to get into you know final fantasy or world of warcraft and like oh there are too many people on yeah so you just gotta wait so once you do that you're in and then you just like queue times are really short for like actually playing around uh and then they've yeah, got okay. like rotating game modes like i think right now their rotating modes are free for all and then teabag confirmed <laughs> which is you have to like a bunch of like kill confirmed in call of duty but you have to teabag to pick up the that's and, and it's it's literally it's, so it's literally teabags hanging over the corpse oh that's and funny. you go and you pick up the teabag and then you can deny the teabag if you teabag your teammates and like it's a little toxic but yeah i mean but, uh, yeah like it's it's people some people do not understand how to play it so i'll be in a game like so me and one dude both have like eight points and then our teammates have zero and like they've got kills but they have zero points because they haven't teabagged anyone because it's a it's like a unique mode that other i mean games don't have. honestly as someone who's played a lot of call of duty in the last couple of iterations people still do that for call of duty uh-huh. there'll okay. be times when people are just like not picking up the the, uh-huh. the yeah. dog tags and it's like fuck come on yeah yeah uh, uh i've enjoyed playing gun game in there uh oh man that's cool that they have that yeah it's gun game it's uh completely free for all and then you've got to get like 22 kills and if you melee then the person's uh so yeah if you, if you don't know gun game uh, you everyone starts off with the same gun and when you get a kill then your gun will change into like a next level gun and then in uh Splitgate, because there are only like 11 guns or something once you get to like the 11th kill or whatever then it starts going backwards through that chain and at the end your last kill has to be with just your fists Mm -hmm. uh which is you know that's fun uh and it's a nice way to play and try all the weapons and stuff and because you've got six people or five other people all shooting portals around and firing at each other there it gets really uh chaotic that's cool yeah uh it's it's a lot of fun uh like playing 
this on PC. Like it's also on console and like crossplay and all that all that stuff. Um but now I'm like maybe I do want to play Halo uh again after playing like you know, we'll see how infinite is with the multiplayer yeah. and stuff, but like playing I mean, these but like free, oh so. maybe there yeah, maybe there is like a, a spot for Halo in my current life, but and that's got the grappling hook and like, you know, they're all their stuff. It doesn't have the portals, but you know, it can do its own thing. Uh, so yeah, Splitgate is really cool and I would recommend people check it out if you're looking for a multiplayer shooter and, uh, we should definitely play together, uh, sometime. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been playing with like, uh, some people from, a like a small streaming community and we hop on, play some games, good stuff. And I like it's early enough and popular enough that like you can have games where you just absolutely stomp. Like I had yep. a game where I had went like thirty three and three, got fifteen kills in a row. Like because people just I was just like standing up on a platform on the side and like I found a sniper and then or I think it was SWAT, so I just had like you know a carbine and a battle rifle, and they just nobody tried to do anything to me. They just didn't see me or something. I don't know, but it's uh it's a good time. Cool. Uh, the other thing I've been playing uh, has been more of like an educational experience for me, which is I've me, the Nintendo and modern Pokemon hater have jumped into Let's Go Pikachu with a twist. I'm playing in Japanese. And yeah, I, I, when you first were talking about this, I thought you meant that you had you were emulating no. AU Pikachu. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that would be really hard to play in Japanese. But oh, good for you. Uh, that uh, would be, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'd be like, I don't even know what you would say. Just, oi, oi, Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it had to have been localized oh, yeah. in Japan, right? Yeah, so I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what the commands, but there, you know, that was all like very simple stuff. But no, I'm pl- I'm playing through Let's Go Pikachu, the modern game uh, that came out la- two years ago now, right? Two, wow, two years ago. Um, that is a recreation of like red, blue, or yellow, I guess. Um, and so I'm playing through that in Japanese. This is the first game I've played in Japanese, and I'm trying to like actually go through and like make sense of as many like conversations and signs and like Pokedex entries as I can as I'm going through. Uh, and then like pulling up a dictionary when I get confused, like, I don't know what this, like I can understand a lot of it, but this word is like really tripping me up and pull up the dictionary and look at that. Sure. And it's like, uh, it's really like flexing my reading muscles. Like I can read all right in Japanese when like, I know like the subject matter, you know, when, when it's appropriate level. Uh, and so this is like the first kind of native, like thing for Japanese people that I'm playing yeah and it's like it's satisfying to be able to actually read the stuff yeah yeah i wish i could do so they have like mode with kana which is just hiragana katakana and then they have a mode with kanji which is like the very complicated right chinese characters with multiple readings and meanings and all that stuff and i want to play with the kanji but i like i just don't know enough and they right. don't put like the, the the reading of it over it, which a lot of ga- some games do. Like I think Dragon Quest Nine, which my girlfriend has on 3ds, 
like has the furigana, which is the reading of it. Mm-hmm. If, if they did that, I would play with the kanji, and that would help me out so much with the meanings because I'd be yeah. like, you look up like there's a lot of homonyms in Japanese, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. many many homonyms, and so like uh, what happened was uh, the, like the perfect encapsulation of this, and I have this in a YouTube video that I'm going to put up is um, my Pikachu leveled up like level ten or something. And it learned a new move, and it's called uh, Nidogeri. And I was like, okay, what's this move? And I'm like, okay. So I was reading the description. I'm like, oh, I know what this move is. But I want to, like, try and figure out what it's actually called in Japanese. Like, how does it translate? And I'm like, okay, well, Nido is probably, like, two times or, like, double. Mm-hmm. Like, Geri. What does Geri, Geri actually mean? And I, I put that in the dictionary thing. And the, like... 80% of the results are diarrhea. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, Pikachu just learned double diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> and it did not have the actual, uh, like, so quick the attack. actual, yeah, it did not have the actual <laughs> definition. It's double kick, but it did not have, like, kick anywhere on this dictionary page. So I'm just like, I... I can read the description and understand enough of that. Like the first thing is, has like it uses its two feet or two legs, but just yeah, double that's diarrhea. That's okay. Very I guess funny. so. Yeah. Well, uh, that's cool. Yeah. I, I learned a lot of vocab from playing Pokemon games when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I knew how to yeah. read by the time they came out, but, um, but, but I remember reading them gave me a lot of vocabulary practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And yeah, so like, I don't know how well I'm retaining stuff. Like there's certain words that come up a lot where I'm like, oh, okay, I can remember this. Uh, like uh, Hakase, like Okido Hakase, which is uh, basically what they call Professor Oak. And it, it's like kind of a sensei equivalent, but like mm-hmm. slightly different. Um, and so like learning stuff like that. And then like, because it's all Kana, I'm like, the ha can sometimes be wa, which doesn't make sense, but they do it uh, that way. Wah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'll like, I'll say wakase when I'm like trying to read it. I'm like, wait, no, it's not wakase, it's hakase. Uh, and so, the, you know, there's like stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's been fun and satisfying learning by actually playing a game in Japanese. I yeah. wanted to try with uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2. Uh, but the intro to that game is just like a, a movie. And mm-hmm. I was like able to pick out like bits and like, okay, I think I know what's going on here. And, you know, there's like stuff happening. So you can be like, oh, okay, this is what's kind of going on. But it was just moving play, too fast for me to like actually be able to comprehend. Should play Final Fantasy 14 in. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, I, but I, I do want to go back and try Monster Hunter Stories 2 in Japanese at some point, uh, maybe next year. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll play like Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl in Japanese uh, cool. later this year. Uh, but right now I'm putting Let's Go Pikachu, uh, my journey through that in Japanese up on YouTube. I'll put like the link for that in the show notes or something and uh, I'll be tweeting about it. So people should check that out because – it's uh, it's very silly. You can see me go. I don't. I don't think this move is called double diarrhea, but <laughs> who knows? Uh, so yeah, that's. I've been playing some other stuff, but kind of that's the that's the majority of what I've been playing recently. Oh, I've been playing something else too, but 
We'll I, talk about that. I've been doing, uh, I picked up Ring Fit too, but I'm going to wait until I've been doing that for a little bit longer before I talk about that. Should They should make, somebody should make a, a Ringu Fit. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> you have to crawl through the ring. Yeah, and it comes out of the TV. The, the, yeah. Oh, God. That's. Folks, you know, the joke writes itself, so I don't need to get into it, but. Yeah, I'm. Hmm, well, I'll see if, I'll see what I can do. Uh, but. Yeah, that's going to do it for our game talk. We got through that quick. I guess when it's only two of us, it's really exactly. easy to yeah, move through it. Would it. Be. Uh, uh, we can move on to the super exciting news this week. Uh, so continuing off the past few weeks. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh. go ahead. I, uh, uh, go say, for it. The, this isn't really news, but it it's funny. Yeah. Um, my partner was playing, has been playing a little bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and she was like, uh, "Oh, I gotta hit the button so it doesn't log me out." And I was like, "What are you talking about? There's no logout timer in Final Fantasy 14." And she was like, "Yeah, there is." And I was like, "No, there isn't. I, I remember it's always been a problem because mm-hmm. that's why there's always a server queue because people just sit and mm-hmm. leave their, themselves logged in and stuff." And she was like, "I'm telling you, there is a thing." We didn't quite get to like actually arguing over it, but mm-hmm. I was like, "Trust me, there isn't." Turns out they just added. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, I think we talked about this like while you were. Uh, yeah, well, I think we talked about this on the episode you were yeah. off. Maybe yeah. probably uh, while I was and... at spa. Yeah. Uh, so it was funny because we were. I was like, they do not have one, and she was like, yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to Google it, and then they, yeah. I googled it, and they had. Yeah. It Yoshi P was fun. like, people were like, oh, I guess I'm going to log out to like you know clear the servers to like be nice, or I won't eat and like watch people walk around Limsa Lominsa, and Yoshi P was like, no, you don't have to do that, like. You know, if you it's part of role playing, like we know, like it's important to like just if you need to chill out to like get your head ready for like doing difficult end game content, we understand that. Yep. That's okay. It's just to stop people from idling for too long. Yeah. And like it was very like Yoshi P seems like he is a, He's a good cool, dude. It cool, like cool actually yeah. plays actually plays games and understands well, like it was the, a when a realm reborn launched it was a nightmare you had yeah. i remember i left i used we used to have to go um i had to shut my pc down because i played on a laptop it was before i had a oh, gaming pc oh. and so but like on when i was gonna have like a full day to mm-hmm. be able to play mm-hmm. i had to basically set up the login queue the night before oh, so that no. i could it could sit in the six hour login queue while i went to bed um because it was so congested and nobody there was no inactivity timer so people oh. would just because it was so bad yeah people would just leave themselves logged in oh. all the time uh and i think that's sort of also what fostered a like because at the time they were like could you please log out if you're done playing because it helps yeah. uh, and so that's probably why that why the community has yeah. that that mentality now yeah and like they're definitely going to like this isn't a permanent thing i believe they've said it's like a limited thing well like interest well, is super high and they'll probably they might bring it back for um Endwalker so, for a bit but this is a roundabout way before we get in the news since our game yeah. talk was fast for me to quickly hit on i think it's very funny that there's a huge exodus of wow players into final fantasy because like my partner's enjoying mm. um playing final fantasy and stuff but um and i love the game obviously it is so incredibly different from wow so I do think that there's going to be a lot of WoW players who come to it and they're like, why do people say this is such a great MMO? Because I think it's a great game. 
It's becoming sure. one of my favorite games. I don't know if I think it's a great MMO in the like traditional sense because it's so much of it is a single player game where you have to queue up for dungeons now and then. Uh, Cause it is just like the, 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 the pace and the way that the game works is so incredibly different from something like, wow. Uh, and like, there's not the same kind of like, like in wow, you have to go like, okay, I'm going to, I need to do this raid because I need this piece of gear and this boss drops it. So I need to run this raid every week with my character to try to get that piece of gear. Whereas in final fantasy, it's like, even if you get to the end game, it's like, well, I want this piece of gear so I'm going to grind out these these uh, like pieces of currency yeah. to be able to buy this thing that then will let me do this. I, I don't know. It's just it's a very different turn my head into a frog. It's a very different game than than something like, wow. So sure. I suspect that a lot of the people coming over will be like, oh, this is not what I was sold on. Are, uh, are people doing I mean, I'm like. Even though I play Final Fantasy fourteen, like I'm not, I'm pretty divorced from like that kind of like style of play. Um, yeah. Are, but isn't like a big draw of like the MMOs, like the community aspect, and like oh, I'm playing with my friends. I, yeah, I mean there is like the oh, we did the hard thing and we accomplished this, but I don't know. Like, does it matter if it's not like the exact same kind of grind? if they're like still doing it with people, I don't know. I mean, I think the thing is, and this is sort of true of wow retail now too, and it's different in classic, but yeah, um, it, it there is a certain re- like, it doesn't feel quite as meaningful when you're finishing the, when you're beating the content because you queue for it and you're dumped in with like, tw- with 20 people and like, one of them is like, okay, so for this fight, we do this, this, and this. And everyone goes, okay. And then you just kind of go through mm-hmm. the motions. But, but I mean, isn't um, WoW kind of at that point? And like, that's kind of part of it being a, like a, you know, it, it's a game that has existed for quite a while. There's not any new content and most of, immediately. And, and most so of like, my window into it is um, classic. I don't know what yeah. rating is like in retail. I can tell you in classic, yes, you're told what how the fights work, but it's a lot harder. It's it's a lot more um the it's it's less like stand here kind of mm-hmm. mechanics and attack this thing kind of mechanics and that happens too but it's also things like if our rogues don't kick this enemy to stun them every mm-hmm. 40 seconds the whole raid will wipe mm-hmm. whereas there's some of that in Final Fantasy but it just yeah. it seems like kind of off the like off the main path like i've yeah. heard stuff about like you, if you've got like certain buffs, then you got to go like you have to go inside the boss, and I'm like, well, you have to go wire. Yeah, that's a that's a thing in like, one of the raids. Yeah, but I think I don't know something about it with Final Fantasy is, um, and I say this to someone who loves it is, it's like the fight gets explained to me. It takes five minutes, and then I'm like, yeah, okay, well, I'm probably never gonna do that again. Yeah, I might do it again if it comes up in a duty roulette, but. Mm-hmm the odds that it does whatever. Whereas in wow classic, I know my partner, it'll be like three months of them running the same raid every week. Mm-hmm. And that may sound dreadful to somebody. It's fair if you don't want to do that, but it's a very different thing than, um, yeah, than, it, than final fantasy. My friends at end game and final fantasy, they, it took them a, a couple weeks to get through the current raids, 
mm-hmm. but they are not running the raids every week. They're done. Yeah. They finished them yeah. and they're like, okay, I'm done. Give me the next story thing. So it's just a very different thing. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's a lot of Final Fantasy players who don't have the WoW experience. So they're kind of like, it's just better. And don't mm-hmm. necessarily understand that like it's a fundamentally different kind yeah. of experience. Um, and so uh, we'll, we'll see how it progresses. <laughs> It'll be fun to see how that community goes, but um, sure. the story is really good. So mm-hmm. I finished Stormblood, and, you know, the patches got draggy there for a little bit, but now they're back to good. So. Okay. And then you're, you're almost on to Shadowbringers. I'm yeah. um, speaking of dragon. I'm dragging behind, uh, but I'll, you got time. I wanted to give myself yeah. like a full month uh, before Endwalker comes out to uh mm. to play some other stuff uh yeah but uh but it's not coming out for like yeah still like three months three and a half months yeah i really just got to devote myself to like you know a few days here and there of straight final fantasy 14 but uh yeah Stormblood I'll... moves pretty quick even though it's yeah. not amazing um mm-hmm. so yeah uh let's see. yeah i think i'm i think i'm in wano now i think wano yeah wano like the samurai place oh okay. yeah i did like the stuff like under the sea mm-hmm. down where it's better it was it was certainly wetter mm-hmm. you can take it from me they have a fucking last thing i'll say in that area in order to get one of the quests for the flight for the mm-hmm. aether currents you have to do a fucking dungeon <laughs> yeah yeah that's i, like, I feel like that's it. been in i don't think there was of any them. of them i don't think heavensward had anything like that I where you had to do like, a dungeon to get a flight flight point. I think there was in one of the areas. Maybe that's maybe anyway. I think so. But yeah, like that stuff. Like I don't currently. I just kind of bust through the area because by the time I get all of the things, I will all be done with that area. Yeah. So like, if I decide to keep playing and like want to go back to those areas, then I'll like collect all that stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, for now, I I. I'm not concerning myself with it. And like stuff in heaven's word broke me of that habit. Cause I'd be like, Oh, I need to, but then eventually I did go back to those areas and I was like, Oh, okay. I can fly around now. At least that'll speed things up. But yeah, it was like, I just spent like an hour trying to collect all the things. And then the last one I needed was I had to like go through like a story thing and go through a dungeon. And then I was into a new area and then I couldn't, you use. definitely had to do dungeons as part of the story to get the flight stuff. Yeah. But this is like one of the blue quests uh-huh, yeah. is, is a side dungeon that the story mm-hmm. does not require you to do. Yeah. And so at some point sworn, I got to do it. Yeah. Maybe I, I could have sworn that. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, time for news. Uh, this week, the blizzard, the Activision blizzard saga continues. Uh, and surprisingly, but not surprisingly, um, Jay Allen Brack, steps down from his position as Jay president Brack found of another Blizzard. job somewhere that's what ha- what really I, happened he, he doesn't he doesn't need another job like really, no guess, but but probably I mean, the, but also i don't i wouldn't want to bring brack in if i was another company but i'm pretty sure he he lined something because the way they framed it was that he was leaving to pursue another opportunity I, but really, I think that's just to make it sound like he wasn't being forced out by like C-suite executives like Kodak and Townsend. And I don't. I just guess I don't think he was. Because why do they care? Why would they do that? Because then they because then they can point at him being gone. See, see, we're working to solve the problems. We're we're dealing with it. But they haven't done that. 
instead they were like they didn't mention his the issues present like at all when in sure, the statement but about him leaving. Yeah, yeah, but they also don't want to like draw more attention to it and stuff. Like, but that you know that is a thing they can like point to at least internally, and you know, and like the the perception because that was my first thought was oh this was like with the timing and everything like this is a decision from like up top and like him being forced out like you got I'm sure it worked out well for everyone yeah. but I I would bet he's he's already got a new job and I bet it has nothing to do with video games maybe uh, and we'll probably never even hear about it again but I, uh, if I if I was the company who hired him I'd I'd certainly be going mm, I don't are, think companies are care Are you going to start maybe yeah yeah at that I level, think that's like, how we got here. Yeah, <laughs> is that people don't care? I mean, Kodak is a is a deplorable yeah. person. Yeah, uh, and the fact 100%. that they 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 love him. Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you can have a fucking Trumper lawyer on staff, and yeah. and and that's just like fine. I think it's mm-hmm. like I don't think that they really care. I'm sure. I think it's convenient for for Brack to leave, but I bet you that he found something that was. Mm-hmm. Nice and easy to do. uh, He is replaced by uh, Mike Ibarra and Jen O'Neill, two people taking over his his position. Uh, But like you said, there was no kind of discussion of the issues at hand uh, in kind of their statements. Uh, So we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, They're, you know, they were part of like, management and like you know high in the company so how much are they complicit in what's happened like uh i know mikey barra hasn't been there for a super long time he was over at xbox and then is has been at blizzard for a few years was he working on overwatch was that what he was doing i don't know i've heard i've seen a few people say he's a good good dude um who worked there uh like like not just people who might be the ones doing the the damage but like multiple like uh, I saw like one, I can't remember. It was just like a random thing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I don't remember who was saying it, but um, sound that sounds good. And it sounds like Jen is, she was at um, Vicarious Visions. She was the head of Vicarious Visions. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it sounds like she's a, you know, pretty cool, has been a pretty cool person to work for there. Um, so hopefully the chain, it's a better change, but I've also heard people say that, this also me is suggests that Kodak will have a lot more control over what happens at Activision or at Blizzard. Um, yeah, maybe because uh, you know Kodak's I, dream is to get the is to kind of break down Blizzard's yeah culture so that mm-hmm. they can just be sort of more integrated yeah. into Activision as a whole. As a whole, maybe that was part of the whole like shoving vicarious visions and absolutely raven yeah. and or i guess raven's still on call of duty but like basically Bean, toys for bob Bean, and beanox was beanox yeah beanox uh, uh a bunch of basically just shoving all those studios into blizzard yeah what kodak wants is to fill make it blizzard with activision people i think kodak just wants it to be activision and blizzard's just yeah. a, an imprint that they put on on yeah uh certain stuff pc games. and then they can uh, yeah then they can basically go we can put blizzard on anything that's the idea, and, yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, like, even, yeah, Blizzard was, like, being, like, weird about the Battle.net stuff and, like, oh, we don't want Call of Duty on Battle.net and, like. Yeah. Like, what, whatever. Like, they're the same company. They've always been the same. Or, you know, not always, but, you know, they've been the same well, company for years, yeah. like, over a decade a at this point. identity but, to Blizzard that 
as someone who sure. works at a company that is now part of a larger portfolio of companies mm-hmm. owned by an investor, if it was if our if if they were just like we're just going to call your website the larger group, mm-hmm. I would be like fuck this. I mean, it would bother me. So yeah. I get it. Well, I mean, like Blizzard had an office. They had their they had a culture that was incredibly toxic, apparently. But yeah. uh, like, I get I get not wanting to be subsumed by Activision. But it sounds like it's probably what's going to happen. Uh, and if Activision was better, I would be more positive on it. If it was a case of the larger yeah. company has a really healthy culture and they're yeah. going to change the shitty parts about the smaller company, great. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Um. Another another bit that came out about this uh, yesterday, I believe, uh, was Fran Townsend, the former Bush. Um, I can't even remember what she did. She she was the one who was defending torture like and whatnot. Department of Homeland Security lawyer, uh, I think. Yeah, something like that. Um, she stepped down from her position as like the empower women empowerment. What was it? Uh, uh, should have looked it up. Probably a bullshit appointment anyway. Yeah. Uh, she deleted <laughs> like, her Twitter account this week. Um, which, you know, good. good women's Network Sponsor. That's what she stepped down as. She was the head of the Women's Network Sponsor. But also, like, I feel like that was kind of like another, oh, we're listening. We're, you know, like kind of a. Because she put out like a just an absolutely awful statement. Of course. Um, and so, you know, her stepping down is like, oh, we're listening. And so they can avoid trying to make having like to make any real change. Yep. And they can like point that like, oh, no, you don't need to unionize. Like we're, you know, we're leaving it to you and, you know, we're trying to stay out of your way or whatever. But yeah, it's. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Hopefully just support. uh Hopefully unionization efforts happen there and yep. If for uh, no other reason then it'll th- be a thorn in in their side. Yeah, they they've like kind of like what do they call themselves? They they called themselves something like like they're kind of like employees least, of Activision Blizzard No, or no, no, there was like a, a collective or I don't know. They're basically like, "Oh, we're we're talking and we're like trying to like yeah, addressing these issues, not not unionized." Yeah, uh, but well, maybe that's, that's like a step what, on a like on the, you know, on the they, way to unionization like they're organizing Well, they talked about this on Waypoint Radio a little bit, but yeah, like yeah. when you're making when you're t- taking efforts to unionize, you should not tell anyone. No, no, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's very important that those conversations yeah. happen quietly and privately among the yeah. workers, and so it does not get back to management, who will try to undermine those efforts. You do not yeah. have to to you get to present your um, you know unionization vote uh, without there doesn't there shouldn't need to be a public campaign for it. And if you're a reporter, you shouldn't fucking ask because <laughs> uh. it hurts unionization efforts if the person has to then answer a reporter's question about it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, like there was something recently, uh, like they had like some sort of grouping of employees, like, oh, we're like a coalition or something. Yes, that is yeah, like, I know what you're talking about. I saw yeah, that too. Yeah. On the way to like, you know, there's like at least like people working together to like address yeah. these issues. But if it leads to unionization, who knows? But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the situation of Blizzard Activision or Activision Blizzard for now. Uh, and we'll continue to see where it goes. Uh, 
I I didn't expect to see Brack out so soon. Me neither. Uh, which is the only reason that like the timing of this is all like really weird, which is the reason I I'm like, mm, I don't think he's like actually going on to like a new position right now. I think it was just to, to be clear. I don't think it was a planned, like mm-hmm. I think it's probably that it's pretty easy for someone like him to find maybe yeah consultancy work or something, you know? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I think, but, I think uh, that he, um, uh, to clarify, I guess, I think that the reason he's leaving is because of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also think that he found another job quick, and so it was convenient for him to leave. Uh, it's not a, like, situation where he's, like, it, it's not a, like, he got fired. It's more like, you know what, I can just leave, and that'll, well, maybe that'll You know, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, maybe if they wanted to do, like, the PR, oh, we're fixing things, they would have made, like, a more of a public show about it. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to say, but um, it's also important to remember there's a lawsuit tied to all this. So a lot yes, of these so public maneuverings are about minimizing damages for them to in the in the lawsuit. Definitely, um, which sucks. Our, by the way, that's not yes, a defense yeah, of what they're doing. No. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's uh, it's trash. But uh, our next news story is about everyone's favorite conglomerate, <laughs> the Embracer Group. They're uh, embracing even more studios. And including, so I guess, I don't even know, like, this story was weird. It was on Video Games Chronicle. A lot of, like, didn't they already, like, get Coffee Stain? And, like, some of these things seem, like, kind of, like, ancillary. Like, yes, we got Coffee Stain, so that means we got XYZ. Like. I think so, yeah. Ghost Ship Games, makers of Deep Rock Galactic, and 3D Realms, makers of Duke Nukem. 3D Realms also place that had some rampant... (laughs) Yeah, shittiness recently that I feel like everyone yeah. forgot about. Because, uh, like, like, no one thinks about 3D realms because what do they do now? Put out things like Ion Maiden and be transphobic. Oh, <laughs> did, were they? They were Ion Maiden. Mm-hmm. I think they were. I think I'm. Yeah, no, that sounds correctly. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, like, th- I think that's because Gearbox owns 3D realms Ion or some, Fury, some way. Ion Maiden. Yeah, could they have to change the name because. Iron Maiden sued them. Uh, uh, Iron, Iron Fury was not developed by 3D Realms. It was published by them. Okay. But I want to say yeah. three, they were the ones who were saying the super transphobic garbage around the release of that game. Uh, I think that was the developer. Or I'm at not, least were yeah, supporting the developer. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, it's a whole... Yeah, surprise, surprise. The creators of Duke Nukem yeah. are not... But even like, are the creators of Duke Nukem there anymore? Probably not. I don't know. It's hard to know. Like, yeah. Um, and actually, but, Duke Nukem for for being what it is is has a lot of satire in it. So yeah. Oh yeah. No. I'm, who I'm, knows? I, I wouldn't be that surprised if the people who are directly involved in Duke Nukem are are cool at this mm-hmm. point. But yeah, I don't know. It's all these like Embracer Group buying all these studios is certainly not as bad as if they were all being bought by a hardware manufacturer. But mm-hmm. it also is kind of like. I, but what again, I think indie anymore. Yeah, I think a lot of these were like, I guess it's like finalizing deals that because they were like yeah. s- subsidiaries of other companies they bought, and like so making that official, maybe they had to like come to an agreement or something with these. Yeah, studios. I mean, it's probably I also know. that the studios had a something in their like yeah. purchasing contract with with the parents that bought them. That's like, hey, if we get bought, you get to choose if you want to go with us or yeah. not, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and it they just 
put it out like all at the same time. Like, hey, we closed all these deals, and so it it conf- the story did confirm for me that Embracer Group does own Gearbox now, but I guess Two K still like has the Borderlands IP, which is yeah. why they like publish all that stuff. But Gearbox, so are they making like some Alien game or something? What are, what is Gearbox doing now? What was the? I just played whatever thing they have coming out. No, oh. <laughs> I think. <laughs> It was like a beta, wasn't there? Was a beta for something. It was a card game. Did they have a card game? <sighs> I don't remember. This is uh, bad because I feel like uh, maybe Gearbox uh, Tribes of Midgard. Maybe that's what it was. That, I didn't play that, but they're, that they're was publishing that. Uh, uh, World of Warships Legends. <laughs> no, I don't think I played something yeah. like there's uh, yeah, so they they're publishing. They have that of Midgard, Tiny Tina's thing. Wonderlands game right, coming, yeah, but that's, that's a Borderlands that's thing. Yeah, yeah. So that has to be under 2K. So I don't yeah. know. That's weird. Oh, well. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Um, Embrace a group. They're getting bigger and bigger. I I worry about that <laughs> because sure. Uh, <laughs> A lot of these companies, a lot of these investment groups that buy these companies are like just just trying to pan for gold. Mm-hmm. And I as soon think, as they hit it, like everything else is in the trash. Well, and um, video games, they're too late, I think. Like COVID is 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 people are going back out into the world and stuff, whether sure. they should or not. And I think part of the reason there was uh, like I could see being like, well, COVID during COVID, it makes sense to invest in a video game company because everybody's stuck at home. But I don't know, I guess. Are you the one who wrote this Washington post article op-ed about how sorry, Nintendo and PlayStation or sorry, Nintendo and Sony were done with games. Oh no. (laughs) Well, no, obviously Um, I don't think anybody's like done, done with games, but I guess, I guess my point is, the timing for a lot of this stuff is like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's, there's going to be the big Sony games next year. Mm -hmm. um, And then they're going to be back on a kind of more normal release schedule. I I guess I just, I don't know that, that it feels like about a year too late for a lot of these studios being like huge, like really solid financial investments. Um, Mm -hmm. Not that I think that the studios are going to be in any kind of real trouble. Yeah in particular yeah, like yeah, i think yeah. that their games are good a lot of these studios make really good games yeah and that that's fine but i guess from the perspective of an investor who's like well it's great that you made the a record profit this year but mm-hmm. it's not 10 percent more than what you made last year so mm-hmm. layoffs baby like yeah, <laughs> that's how invest investors work like that they they, they yeah. expect a certain return and when they don't get it they make changes and so definitely it's it's concerning to me that 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 groups like this are are doing it, and every single time they say, "Well, we love and no games," and every single time they're lying out their ass, like mm-hmm. they don't give a fuck. So yeah. I don't know. How do you do? <laughs> Hope I'm wrong, uh, and that 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 this is the rare instance where Embracer Group is actually like good and cares about the games and the people making them, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Um, our next news story. You can tell us all about this one, Pat. Amazon's New World delayed yet again. <laughs> so fucking frustrating. This time only a month. I mean, but. of course, I I want people's lives to be good. So, like, I, if this is like, if they looked at it and were like, okay, we found a fifty 
bug a 50 item long bug list we need to work 80 hour weeks before the game comes out to to hit it and that's why they delayed it 50 items long that's nothing i know i'm that's of course but uh but you know if if that's what happened then yeah good on them push it back a month let people work normal work weeks um but like i think it'd be funny if amazon (laughs) was was the company that did that but uh but uh it's i don't quite they say it they want to polish it and more and fix bugs but the beta was in really good shape it felt like it was Mm -hmm. like ready to go i didn't run into any problems playing it myself there weren't any issues i mean the the biggest issue i have with that game is i think that they're they need like two or three more weapons in it um because there's only like six weapon types and i think that'll probably get old um but uh i doubt they're going to be adding i want them to add braces of flintlocks yeah as uh, pistols as a weapon type they're not adding that over the course of one month uh (laughs) so i I don't know it was very frustrating because you know some friends and i and i'm still gonna keep my pre-order and play it because i liked it but some friends and i were talking about like it being a week it's gonna come out we're gonna play it for two months i was hoping to be like mostly wrapped up with final fantasy stuff it's gonna Mm -hmm. do a big push to be like hopefully finishing shadow bringers as it was coming out. So I could kind of do the patches, mm-hmm. but, and, uh, and then I was like, then we'll have new world to play for like two months and then battlefield will come out and then and Walker will come out and then new world can kind of like, we'll grind out levels and then it'll kind of be like a maintenance kind of game. Just play it for fun here and there. And now it's like, well, it's only one month <laughs> before battlefield. Now we're not going to like max out characters in that time. Um, so some people I think are just going to bail on it because mm-hmm. it's like, well, there's Battlefield then and yeah. Walker. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a bummer, but hopefully it's for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it is, this game is so many delays <laughs> and that it's like, it's as soon as it's almost here, just one, one I just, more. I also think it's, again, this isn't anything against them if they needed to do it to improve people's lives, but it's kind of irritating that to get into the beta, you had to pre-order it. So they got everybody to pre-order it. And then they're like, gotcha one more month, uh, but then you, you can cancel your cancel, pre-order, yeah. but they don't still. charge you until they ship it or whatever. So, well, no, that's how a lot of people, steam, oh, okay. paid for it oh right. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same thing. If you bought it on Amazon, actually, I think it's just really, uh, yeah, because I they see, send you I saw, a steam key. Maybe not. Uh, I saw people, uh, maybe cause for the beta, but, uh, I saw people saying for like back for blood, they, like pre-ordered on amazon and then they could cancel so they didn't like get charged or anything yeah um, i don't know i didn't pay shit, shit for my back to blood back for blood beta. they just sent me an email or it might have been like a five dollar five dollar pre-order that you could cancel or yeah something. i don't know i i uh I, I amazon sends you a steam key for the beta when you mm-hmm. <laughs> pre-order it through them. so just but, go to steam but yeah, yeah. but like that's presumably a different code than like the actual game code so i think it's the actual game code that you oh. end up oh. with okay. i don't know though for sure Weird. uh but I, either way uh-huh. you could totally refund it i just still still think it's yeah. kind of like yeah if i had known it was i would just have never Some, given them yeah. any money at all if i had known it was going to be another month uh-huh. um but by doing the beta they got me and now it's like well it's kind of more trouble than it's worth to go refund yeah. it and then rebuy it i uh, have and, to play it and the steam does sometimes take a cursory look at your refund history before they offer like they don't deny you 
necessarily, but they, I have heard stories of them saying no more refunds for you to -hmm. people who buy and refund games like every week or whatever. So yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Then you're just being tedious and yeah. Game because it it does like have an impact on developers when people do that. Of course. Like chargebacks and whatnot. So Uh, anyway, it's, it's a, it's a, it's funny. It's, it'll be fine in the end. I saw one early access game. I wasn't even following. I don't even remember what it was called. That was like, we're releasing a week early on Steam, and I want more. Give me more of that energy. Yeah. Uh, tell me your game's coming out. Tell me New World's coming out in six months, and then put it out next month as a, as a treat. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, it would be, wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. Uh, our next story, speaking of things that would be nice, construction has uh, supposedly started on a Donkey King, Donkey King, uh, Donkey Kong-themed expansion Donkey King. for it. For Nintendo Land at Universal Studios Japan. Uh, not a lot to the story. Like, basically, some cranes uh, showed up, like, outside Nintendo World at uh, USJ. And you have to climb them. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. And then they throw barrels down. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so they're, they're already, like, that opened this year, and they're already expanding it, which is uh, pretty neat. But it also took them... Like, I feel like they were working on Nintendo World for, like, three years or something. Yeah. Um, And so I assume it'll probably be a similar length for Donkey Kong stuff. I'm not... I'm not sure if Donkey Kong is the thing I would have picked for, like, the expansion. But I don't know what I would choose from, like, the Nintendo... For that kind of part, because USJ is, like, kind of surrounded by city, right? Yeah, I mean, it, well, it's right. On, it's in the bay, so it's like got yeah. ocean, and it's got city all around. And because the thing that I think would be cool is to make like a, a either Pokemon themed or Zelda themed. Mm-hmm. And Pokemon's obviously not; it's more complicated, right? Because it's they, Game Freak. They did. But. They did make like a Pokemon Nature Park, where it's not like it's not like a theme park thing, but you can go through and you can find like a little Pokemon made of like natural materials. Like cool. scattered about, I think it's like in Tokyo or maybe not in Tokyo. It's somewhere, and there's like a just like a I want to say like forty acre like nature park where you can see like oh here's a Pikachu made out of trash, dead mice. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think a Zelda world would be really cool, but I feel like you need that to be kind of open and like yeah. large space. That's the thing about the and Mario what, park. What kind of what kind of rides do you put on there? And oh, you could put uh, like any boss fight could be a ride. Um, okay. You could put on a uh, you could make a roller coaster that's about like riding Epona. Um, mm-hmm. You could do uh, you, you, there could be some music stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do like uh, I don't know Hyrule Castle could be a dark ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a, there's a lot of stuff you could you could you could do for that kind sure. of place, but I think the key would be that it would have to feel like you're adventuring around mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and if it's if it's condensed into a like, you know, football field sized place, then that's less exciting. Uh, I mean, they they do some like fun stuff like the Harry Potter world. They've got like stuff where if you buy a wand, of course, oh, yeah. then you can yeah. like wave it around at like certain things and like stuff will happen or in the nintendo <laughs> world they've got like i think a bracelet and then you can use the bracelet to like activate like if you punch a coin block it'll be like Bidding! yeah and you know so stuff you're like saying that. if you buy a sword 
in the Zelda uh-huh. world. And yeah. whenever you when you slash Bacoblins, hit your well, and by Bacoblins, I do mean children, the people who work at the park. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, that too. Uh, uh, no, I mean, I'm very glad I've lived for that oh, shit. I'm very glad that I uh, if they I went to Harry like, Potter world before. Uh-huh. Uh, it was Jake ruined, but yeah, <laughs> ruined it for me. <laughs> uh, man, uh, if in Zelda world, if they like, you went to like the food stand, they're just like, here's a big hunk of meat on a bone. <laughs> yep, there you go. Or just like uh, they just like throw all the ingredients in a pot, shake it up, and then give it to you. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, the, <laughs> in similar news, did you see the pricing come out for the Galactic Star Cruiser for Star Wars? No, that's like their hotel experience. Oh, right, five thousand dollars for a weekend. For how many people? <laughs> Two. Uh, it's Ooh. it's actually a little bit. It's a little Oof. bit less per person. Obviously, it's less per person. But well, yeah. but it always it totals out to like five grand, no matter uh-huh. how many people you take. Mm-hmm. Um, and they clearly are setting it up so you could not take friends that are adults to make it cheaper. It's like. It's 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 like you either are taking three adults and one child, two adults uh-huh. and two children, or two adults. That's it. Those are the <laughs> options. Uh, and I think if you were like, well, we have four adults, they'd be like, well, you'll need two rooms then. Uh, uh, Sam is my dad, and <laughs> Allison is well. Mom, the reason and... they can enforce it, I mean, as someone who's gone to many conventions, they try to enforce it and say, no, 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 only two adults per room, and then you just say, of course, only two adults per room. Uh, could I have a cot though? And then everyone else just like mm-hmm. you just work it out and and share room keys yeah. and stuff. But this place, you're going through like an admissions gate into the hotel, mm-hmm. so you can't like slide in afterwards and be like, "Oh, I'm here to see my friends who have a mm-hmm. room," because they won't let you in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, because they essentially like they don't lock you in, but they essentially like you. They lock everyone else out. <laughs> basically, and like I think you could probably go outside in an emergency, well, obviously in an emergency, or if you were like a smoker or something, but mm-hmm. it's definitely designed so that you you're immersed and you don't want you don't mm-hmm. leave. Okay. Um and uh so five grand is just like fucking guess I'm never doing that. Cause yeah. I cannot justify five thousand dollars for a, a, a two night stay in a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that includes your park admission and like uh-huh. But and, and food like, and stuff, yeah, presumably like some sort of all inclusive type thing. Yes, but but, but still, yeah. even oh, given yeah, 100%. that, I mean, it's even if you say generously, okay, a thousand dollars for my partner and I to get park admission and pay for food for the weekend, which is crazy because it would actually be like five hundred dollars. But whatever, yeah. we'll give them the benefit of saying, still, that's like four thousand dollars for the hotel part. Right. And yes, there's giving, like, do they give you like swag or you get like a lot I think of souvenirs? So. I, like, well, I don't know about a lot. I think you get a little bit of stuff. Like, and the the point is, it's like you. I think the idea of this is like you get there, you you board a shuttle, and it's probably like some little room elevator or something, and then you're on the starship. And while you're there, you know, when you go to eat, for example. It's actors that are bringing mm-hmm. your food and that are like, you know, pretending. Dexter Jetster. Part. Is, yeah, is there yeah, for sure. And that kind of stuff. They're playing jizz music. Yes. There's a lot of jizz happening in that hotel. Um, jizz, jizz everywhere. Violet's uh, dancing on the table or something. And, and, and there's a, yeah, yes, it's definitely an adults only. <laughs> Twilight's jizzing all over the place. A, a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Jizz. Um, <laughs> Anyway, it's like you'll be in your room and you'll get an alert that's like 
holy shit, there there's Imperials breaching the the place. You got to go over there and then they hand you a blaster and you shoot at people and stuff like it's got like immersive experiences Mm -hmm. going on and it's probably stuff they're rotating in and out. So when you go, you're like, oh, this is what happened on my trip. And I go and I go, oh, this is what happened on my trip. Like that stuff sounds cool. But four thousand dollars. What's what's that? Uh, what's that thing they have in New York where you go into like an apartment building and it's like a theater thing and like every floor has like different stuff happening? Yeah, I, why can't I? I've always wanted to go there. Uh, um, shit. If you had asked me ten minutes ago what that was called, I would have been uh, sleep no more. Right? Sleep no more. Sleep yeah. no more. Yeah. Yes, I think it's definitely inspired by that kind of stuff. That stuff is right up my alley. I would gladly pay like two thousand dollars for that. I would make that happen. Like a thousand dollars a person. Yeah, but yeah, like sure. five grand in total yeah, for that that's, that's versus true. spending maybe, and that doesn't cover flights and stuff mm-hmm. or alcohol. Which mm-hmm. if I'm going to the Star Wars cantina, the the Star Wars themed Star Cruiser hotel, I'm gonna get trashed. Does that does that cover <laughs> death sticks? I don't know. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. I was basically like, when I heard about it, I was like, unless Mark Hamill himself is coming into my room to wake me up in the morning and Harrison's <laughs> driving the shuttle to get to the park. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, do you want like Jar Jar Banks to come tuck you into bed at night or? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I was in a, when I was a kid, like probably like four ish, my family took a cruise. It was like a Disney cruise or maybe it was Disney. I don't was know. Was it a jungle cruise? No, it was it was no, called the big it was yeah. the big red boat. It's like I guess there's like a, a branding thing a bit called the big mm-hmm. red boat, and uh, they had like Looney Tunes characters uh, who would come and like tuck kids into bed. And I don't remember who I wanted, but it was not who I wanted. I feel like Bugs Bunny came, and this Bugs Bunny terrified the living shit out of four-year-old me he was like the i'll fucking do it again (laughs) character big chungus walk into my room (laughs) i was like oh my god it 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 ruined my night um it was not not a good situation because i don't even remember who i wanted but it was not bugs bunny at that time I, i like bugs bunny but i think it was just too scary uh for my my little child brain uh if uh if they did a similar experience at nintendo world for the like as the star wars galactic destroyer experience or whatever you called it uh, would you want it to be a zelda thing or would you would you think there would be a better honestly i would rather it be a pokemon thing i think because Mm -hmm. i think if you're asking me what world i want to like exist in for a weekend i think i would rather have it be pokemon but the thing is it would only be worth it if they figured out a way to make it make pokemon run around everywhere they get boston dynamics to stop making military robots and they make (laughs) pokemon robots and they cover them in flesh and skin and fur and everything yeah i mean i don't know how you do it but i would need to the experience if you're going to charge me five thousand dollars to go to a pokemon theme weekend i better be able to thousand dollars a night old a fucking pokeball and throw it at a physical object and then catch the pokemon mm-hmm. and i don't know how you do that there may be a clever way to imagine near that but i don't know how oh. you do it yeah. um whereas you know with star wars at least you can have droids running around because all you really need to do is like a roomba <laughs> they could probably uh, do some like fancy hologram shit yeah but. i think that it's possible uh yeah. but it, it would be tough 
Um, yeah, if you definitely. even and I would be fine with if they were like, OK, OK, but you got to wear these lightweight glasses all the time. Uh-huh. I'd be like, OK, yeah, put my glasses on in the morning. Tell me it's some weird like it's a it's actually a Pokemon that you're putting on your face and <laughs> you need it to be a I don't know, to see them in this environment or whatever. Fine. But uh, but yeah, got to figure that out. Uh, so I don't know. I will see. I th- I'm hoping that the Star Wars thing the galactic star cruiser thing flops hard enough that they have to re- lower the prices yeah uh to get people to go because i do want to do it but it's so much money yeah that that is like egregious even for I, like theme park stuff and i and part of it admittedly is you know i would go with my partner and probably just pay the whole thing like mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't ask her to pay me twenty five hundred dollars yeah. for us to go to this thing that she probably would really enjoy but also maybe wouldn't call it worth it um it would if 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 the situation arose where she was like fuck that i don't want to do that at all Mm -hmm. go with one of your friends and one of my friends was like hey we could split this yeah i could see maybe paying Mm -hmm. half of that price Mm -hmm. but it's just two nights yeah (laughs) which is just like fucking crazy to me yeah if it were three nights even that would feel Mm -hmm. a little bit better but it's like you get there and then you check in Friday morning and you're out by Sunday afternoon. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, speaking of rough, our last story about everyone's favorite game as service, uh, the Avengers is finally getting its promised Wakanda update in like 10 days. Uh, yeah, August 17th. I was thinking it was September for some reason. So maybe, cool. maybe I'm dumb and, uh, let me double check but i could have sworn i read august no, 17th I you're right i think i read the same thing okay um so i for me personally like they'd have to like basically revamp the entire game for I to get me on board point. okay yeah because you were you were much more uh down with was, it than i was i was much more down with it and then i decided to try it on ps5 mm-hmm. and I liked it a little bit more there, but going back through the story made me realize that I don't even think I liked the story as much as I thought I did at it's, the time. It's um, fine, but it's those the, the 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 as I was going through the story, I started hitting the um the 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 missions that are like in the service but, game areas yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This fucking sucks! I don't want to mm-hmm. do this at all." Yeah, um, and it really made me realize that I am a lot more down on that game than. I yeah. I initially was, and so they would have to do a lot. I heard some people saying that the new, the multiplayer mega hives are actually pretty cool that they mm-hmm. finally added, but I just I, don't. I don't. It's it's. I heard I the know. like the latest like end like the the whatever like the mega hive or like the end game thing they added recently was like not good. Yeah, maybe uh, I don't so, know. Uh, yeah, uh, it's hard to say. Like. P- Opinions on that game still seem, at least the people who talk about it still, like, seem kind of all over the place. But yeah. I I don't know that they say this is going to add the most content of any update they've done the so far. isn't but the amount of content yeah. is the issue. It's the it's way like that the variety they make you play it. And, the, yeah, the way you play it, the style of content. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> they They uh, would need to... What I think... Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that there's a way that they can make a compelling loot-based service game out of 
Avengers Mm -hmm. out of Marvel. I just don't think that it exists. I think there is a way to make a service game out of it where it's more focused. It's more of, well, you know what? I take that back. They did. They did. They made that Marvel Heroes game, and that game was good. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the way. Um, Because I don't, I just want the game to be about character kits and learning how to deploy Mm -hmm. them in ways that is cool. Uh, That's what those games should be. Also, Mario Party 10 fucking sucks. I'm watching this this car of people. They're rolling a five over and over again and getting sent to a space that sends them back five spaces. And they it's happened three times in a row. <laughs> Jesus, it just happened again. You could it's like tune looping. in twitch.tv slash gaming yeah, fix sorry. every Saturday sorry to, morning to, sorry to derail us. us. Uh, to see... <laughs> Mario Party minigames played through. I don't um, know how Alex is able to do this and not come. He, I don't he think must, he like, watches. He must not like watch the it. Stream. Yeah. It's impossible for me to not watch it because of the way I have it set up. And holy shit, this game sucks ass. <laughs> I would much rather play Avengers than uh, Mario Party Ten. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. No, I'm with you there. Um, <laughs> it does seem like, as far as I know, this is the end of their announced roadmap for at least 2021 yeah uh, which would like spider-man is still coming spider-man's eventually i think they're gonna shut this game down maybe i mean people are like not Not playing playing it it. yeah i mean wakanda brings some people back but unless it's like revolutionizing the game like yeah people are just gonna bounce back off i feel like the And they need to make it so you can get in there as fast as humanly possible from like the end of the game, like the end of like the story, because most people probably stop right around there because I know I I did. I don't want to play the story through to the end. I would check out the Wakanda stuff, but I don't I don't want to go. And you can. I know there are ways to bypass the story. But I don't want to do that either. Yeah. Well, you you switch platforms. So like yeah, someone yeah. like me who, like I played one mission of the Kate Bishop stuff that they added. And I went I, okay. I don't need to play this anymore. Uh, like that was when I got my PS5. I'm like, I'll try it on PS5. See if the performance being better helps or anything. It didn't. Uh, it, I mean, the performance was fine. But it didn't help me like enjoy the game more. Yeah, yeah. But so like if I have to go through and like play all the Kate Bishop stuff, all the Hawkeye stuff, the, uh, whatever else dlc they've put in whatever expansion stuff before i can do the wakanda stuff absolutely not yeah no way i guess i just don't see how the the wakanda stuff is going to bring people back when it doesn't address people's problems with the game and it seems like they have not not to pick on them too hard yeah but they have not done any of the stuff that people it's like they're kind of building an echo chamber of the very small number of people who enjoy playing it Mm -hmm. And just delivering content for those people, which would be fine if this wasn't a Square Enix game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm Square, even if I'm a Square Enix boss, even as someone who is not interested in laying people off, I wouldn't lay anybody off or shut down Crystal Dynamics or anything. But I would say, this is not working. Skeleton crew on it to maintain it and do basic yeah. updates to it you guys figure out what you want to do next uh, because it's not going to be this game. If you want to make a sequel to this game and try again, maybe, but this ain't it. Uh, And it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not going to 
there, it's not going to happen. Um, because I just don't think it's, it's, uh, I think we too, if there wasn't some writing on the wall there, I think this Wakanda thing is kind of their, sh- the shot because okay. they haven't talked about Spider-Man at all. Really? That I've yeah. seen anyway. Um, yeah. So if, uh, if Spider-Man's still coming, I think it's contingent on this update, bringing some people back. Uh, uh, I'm, I mean, if, uh, presumably Sony gave him some money and I would, but yeah, like, do they just have to like write it off? And, like, here's your money back or. Yeah. Know, I don't like, know. I mean, it's, it's a cost thing, right? Like, I mean, it may be worth is, it to is Square it Enix to just say, sorry, here's your $5 million back or whatever they paid. Yeah. And yeah. we, we, we don't, it's not working. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's not worth it for us. It's not worth it for you. It's yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. If, you know, having Spider-Man would be like, oh, get people to buy the game, play it on PlayStation. And, you know, it did that. Uh, but I could see if you play that game, though, and, it's very easy to see how Spider-Man's going to work if you yeah. played the game. Um, yeah. it's He's going to work similar to Black Widow's, like, mm-hmm. grapple hooking stuff. It I, sucks. It's not fun. <laughs> doesn't I, feel good. Yeah. I, maybe I could see it being, like, kind of a cross between that and, like, an Iron Man thing. But, yeah, I mean, you'll be able to like do some kind of flying like, thing where yeah, you swing around, yeah. but it's gonna but suck. then maybe yeah, because it'll be. I don't think they'll do like oh, you can just magically grapple to stuff in the air like in like the PS2 games or whatever. I, I would not put it past them. To maybe be with you, maybe if they're just gonna <laughs> let you like fly around the canyon in the middle of like the desert with we'll nothing see. above you. Yeah, a lot of those places have roofs, so. Yeah, they've got like buildings and stuff, but there's also like vast stretches of just like empty space or like, you know, there's I could some trees, see them but... forcing you to only do it when there's buildings around, but that it yeah. doesn't actually attach to them or something. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, funny. no, I'm not like, I don't think they're going to be like, you know, like Spider Man, Marvel's Spider Man on the PlayStation 5, where, you no. know, you can see the webs on the buildings or whatever. You but... don't think it'll be good? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. I, no, I do not think. Uh, it'll be good no uh-uh. but you know what i do think is good this podcast i was gonna say ending the podcast yeah no i've uh, just the two no, of us and one. we can yeah. uh wrap it up now uh if we try if you know what i don't want to we're just gonna we're gonna broadcast forever nobody can let's, go anywhere let's let's watch all of the austin powers movies uh they're on they're on Netflix here. Well, there you go. Japan. Uh, my girlfriend will if, not appreciate the Austin Powers movies. Uh, I don't know if... I'm pretty sure that she's seen them, but I don't know if how my partner would feel about mm. re-watching them. Some parts of them haven't aged well. No. But, but also, watching him try to parallel... Like turn the yeah, the, the, the cart perfect. around is that still is one of the funniest things that's ever happened. Perfect cinema. Ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can keep your citizen cane. <laughs> what is uh, the Austin Powers trying to f- infinity point turn he, of video games? When he drinks the poop. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Austin, it's shit. <laughs> oh. I haven't even watched those movies in probably 10 years and I it's still oh. I love I love those movies. Yeah, there's there's something to them. Uh 
Thanks for everyone listening. Uh, this has been episode 184 of the Gaming Fix podcast on August 7th, 2021. I have been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite book thing in the bookmark folder. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Coolslaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W, uh, where I'm posting about, I don't know, games and my YouTube series, Let's Nihongo Pikachu. Uh, so follow me. You can keep up with all that. Uh, Pat, where can people find you? Find me at PJC Plays, and I'll probably... Um, I want to do more streaming. I've said that in the past, and I, I think I'm going to try to stream some more racing here and there, but also just, um, some general stuff. I might try to get back to streaming on Sunday mornings. Mm. Um, I'm thinking I might use it as an excuse to just play some of the stuff that I'm interested in that I don't want to like dedicate to only playing on stream, um, uh-huh. like checking out stuff like high fleet and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and those kind of games, uh, that sure. I might not end up putting tons of hours into. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can find oh excuse me you can find the podcast on twitch once again at twitch.tv slash gaming fix or twitter twitter.com slash fix podcasts fix podcast fix podcasts i don't even know uh fix podcasts with an s at the yep. end uh podchaser.com slash gaming fix if you want to leave us a review we'd really appreciate it got a question and you're not on twitter you can send it to gaming at fix.space uh thank you to jeff davis for our music that we use for this podcast at stranger peace on twitch and uh tiktok and twitter and go give them some love and uh thanks for joining us we'll be back next week with another episode stay wet gamers That's a podcast.